0: Ready. Set.
1: Gamecast!
2: Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, the bi weekly podcast about video games, and the first item on your left. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the. The. the Darian, what's in what's on your left?
1: Diamond pickaxe.
2: The diamond pickaxe user Darian.
1: I've got a diamond pickaxe. In Why? case you thought I was lying.
2: <laughs> Why? Why? Why?
1: Because I used to work at Hot Topic and I spent my entire paychecks on bullshit.
2: <laughs> I mean, you could do worse I have than a sword diamond a Were you? Were you like really into Minecraft? Yeah. Okay.
1: I have I do Minecraft in spurts. I I have a long history with Minecraft,
2: and also the
0: oh yeah, that's my cue. I I picked this up off the floor to my left. It is the Destiny PS4 uh, that was like the Taking King edition.
2: What did did you like cheat? Did you like? like be like i'm gonna move this to my immediate left so Uh, no it's been sitting on the
0: floor next to me for months at this point what is it plugged in no it's just
2: sitting there on the floor
0: technically i i moved this uh animal crossing switch box out of the way (laughs) but okay then it was right there
1: there are some illustrations in this book you guys
2: With the sword in the uh, to be clear, for anyone who doesn't know what the heck is going on, Darian's currently flipping through a uh, g- uh, Zelda art book. What the
0: fuck? This is a great time to say, this hey, this show is show's also on
2: YouTube if you want to look at the video
0: and
1: see
2: yeah. the things we're holding up. This
1: is freaking wild. Look at that.
2: Or if you just want to get some ASMR from page flipping, that's yeah. also available to you. Here
1: we go. I'm an ASMR streamer. Yeah. It's not surround sound, though.
2: Darian is only going to speak in, in soft uh, tones as she flips pages throughout the podcast. You should just do that the tracks. On, as a stream. That's a great
1: idea.
2: I mean, that's, oh. that's ASMR for you.
1: So oh this is cool. There's like a sketch and then like a full colored final outcome. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Huh. It's very it's really cool.
0: <sighs> Sorry, I should've should have been like.
1: No, oh we're okay. all ASMR okay. right now.
2: <laughs> I with with if we used Zoom for audio, I we can actually pitch your audios left and right. Oh, oh I'm gonna have to get
1: one of those <gasps> this is really pretty. Breath
2: of the Wildy. It's, it's almost That's like, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's, it's, a,
1: it's like Ocarina of Time.
0: It's
2: like Zelda.
1: How do you know? How do you know?
2: Because the way it's he looks. It's the
0: right link. And I think that's Lon Lawn Ranch. I don't know shit
1: about Zelda. <laughs> but I have the school book.
2: <laughs> so that brings us to what have you been playing? I will be starting this one with. The Museum of Other Realities, which is a VR museum um, of art.
1: Other realities. Of
2: of VR art experiences. Um, it normally costs like 20 bucks on Steam. And literally when you launch it, you are like dropped into a museum type thing that you walk around in. You can either use... Um, the movement where you kinda of like you know, float through or you can use teleportation. Um, and you have to actually like like there is a map that you can go like, oh, I want to find this art art exhibit, and then you go to the art exhibit and then you can go interact with it and la di da. da uh, but the reason so normally it's twenty bucks. Uh, it's free was free right now. It might even still eighty 80- It's either free for, like, one more day or... Actually, no, we we come out on Wednesdays now. So it might be free for a little bit. Um, So if you've got a VR headset, uh, you should definitely check it out. The Museum of Other Realities. And the reason I did this, A, it's free right now. But I saw a trailer for a very cool experience that is in the museum right now. Because the Cannes Film Festival stuff that is VR is being exhibited in, in this museum. Um, and one of the things is called the book of distance. Um, and I saw the trailer for it and I was like, I need to see this. And it is the, it was created by a, uh, Japanese artist, uh, from Canada. And it is the story of his grandfather who, uh, was from Hiroshima. Um, and, uh traveled to the traveled to Canada in his uh teens and uh basically and it was it was during World War II. He and his family were, you know, when when they bombed uh Pearl Harbor, they they just rounded even Canada uh Canadians. I I honestly thought it was just an American thing, but apparently the Canadians also rounded up uh japanese uh citizens and put them in internment camps and stuff and it is just kind of the story of of this artist grandpa um and everything he went through from coming to america and what what that was like and kind of the life he built and the life that was just taken away from him because he was japanese and then what what he is is uh just kind of his experiences what was really really great about it was that like i mean is it is so so well done the entire time you have have the the artist kind of speaking to you kind of just like asking you questions both telling you about like here's here's what you're seeing you know but it's it's done in kind of a theater type uh a situation where you were kind of watching this stuff happen um but at the same time there will be opportunities where, where they will put you in the same place as him like you will see his his grandfather like writing a letter and then they will hand you a pen and then you will write the letter too um, mm. and and situations of like like the the, the grandfather planted strawberries and they're like grab some seeds and and stuff and and really kind of shown show you what what he had to do who do and very obviously a very simplified version of that and then watch it all just being taken away uh, because he's Japanese and what, what's, what's really great was that like um, the artist includes several uh, images uh, from his grandpa and just um, other Japanese uh, people um, who were who were going through the same situation uh to to give that kind of real world element because it does have kind of simplified um uh graphics for the the uh people but then they'll, they'll, there are several moments where you would take photos and uh there are times where you go to take the photo like I think the first time you took a photo it literally took a image of what you saw and, you know, the simplified uh, textures, but like, I think the second and third time you took the photo, it then turned into a real photo that his grandfather took. And, and then like, they would show you these photos uh, several times and it very much like you were along for his journey, the good and the very, very bad. Um, I very much came, came away from that experience Um, like during the middle of this experience, I was just freaking yelling at these like virtual Mounties, uh, because through, I mean, throughout the experience, the, the grandpa, like we have seen, they showed us these photos that his grandpa took and they were also very good. I love them. Like I, you know, took photography and I'm like, these are dope ass photos. And as part of the internment thing, they would not let him take his camera or his radio. And I was like, imagine all of these cool photos that we would have if, if they were not assholes. It was a very beautiful story. It is a great look into history and a reason that we should never let this kind of thing ever happen again. I very much recommend anybody with access to a VR headset uh, to download the uh, Museum of Other Realities. Um, while while the Cannes uh, Film Festival stuff is happening, and and check out the Book of Distance because it is an amazing experience. Um,
0: is the whole museum that kind of experience, or is it like so?
2: Well, so it it kind of seemed like the the museum or the Book of Distance was kind of a more elaborate experience. Uh, I I did head straight to the Cannes uh, stuff. I didn't look at kind of the exhibits that had been there uh, beyond that. I did look at a couple um, other ones. There was um, some 360 videos that were present, uh, like one about uh, a guy who climbed Everest. Hmm. They had an 11-minute 360 animation uh, that was essentially a Doctor Who episode. Uh, the graphics on that were really cool. Like the the animation style was really cool. It was voiced by the current uh Doctor, and uh, apparently takes place entirely in the TARDIS. Uh, It was eleven minutes. I watched the probably the first minute or so, but then I was like, I am here to check out the Book of Distance, and I I I actually (laughs) it's actually so so like because it is this like otherworldly virtual museum it is actually so kind of trippy how they you both have to actually find the exhibits and it's kind of trippy how they make you deal with it because when I went to the Cannes Film Festival deal I was looking around like okay where's where's this one I'm looking for and I end up going down the center thing where there was this kind of big tube Uh, and then I realized that like oh I can walk up the side of the tube and then suddenly I realized that I was upside down from where I currently was, but then I could exit the hallway and it turns out that there was exhibits there that like essentially there were exhibits on the ceiling that yeah. you then had to like go onto to the uh, ceiling to access. So there was more stuff there. And so it was very and so I looked through those stuff and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting, but I was like, OK, I need to get back right side up and find find the one I was looking for. Uh I did I did jump out after I finished watching The Book of Distance but I might have to uh look at some of the other ones cuz I think there was four or five that I uh, were recommended to me. Uh this Book of Distance being the top one and I very much would recommend it too. Um what's great about VR that I don't think people like talk enough about is you have the fact that you're like there everywhere you look is the experience but also the fact that like you're kind of more hands on when you are going to throw something literally the thing starts with you throwing horseshoes and like there's a horseshoe on the table and he says throw it and so you just grab it and throw it and i don't think you quite get that same experience if you are playing on flat screen where you'd be clicking with your mouse and dragging your mouse and st- something it's not it's not the same experience as actually doing this something in VR. You know, you kind of have that more like you're actually moving your hands. You're actually doing the thing. Um, so I think, I think that that is, is a great thing about VR that this uh, experience definitely used in great ways. Like there were several times that the, like I, I very much kind of felt like they put me in his shoes in a lot of really interesting ways. which which definitely made watching everything he worked for get taken away even even more like sad. Yeah. Um yeah, really beautiful experience and and yeah, the most of the other stuff I saw in the museum seemed to just be kind of like things you watch, like the Doctor Who and the Everest one, like if you moved outside of the cone basically like you touched this light they're like touch this light to start the, this experience and then you touch the light and a cone filled mm. your vision um, literally my girlfriend was watching on my monitor and she kind of had it where she was watching over my character's shoulder and she could like see inside the cone occasionally but it was very much like this this is what you would see if you were outside and if I stepped out outside of that thing, the exper- that ended. Whereas, uh, the book of distance loaded in a new, essentially started a new like game to do it. Um, but yeah, very very cool. Uh, hope hopefully it does get like released on its own, so so people don't have to do this uh, whole thing because you know I'm not sure I would recommend everything in the museum, but I would definitely recommend this. I would say this is maybe worth downloading the, the museum of other realities just to check out. Um, something I started be, uh, right before this podcast, uh, which honestly I'm halfway through, it's probably an hour or two uh, long is a game called assemble with care. It's a, uh, short, I guess, narrative adventure, uh, about fixing things. You are a, a woman who has come to a, a small town, i guess smallish and you are a repair person and each uh level you kind of get a little story of 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 a character and what they're kind of going through and they'll be like hey can you fix this um and it's things like uh a, a tape player a a telephone uh, a watch and it's it's the puzzles are fairly simple like you kind of have an idea of of uh what you need to do just based on what you have in front of you, like you, there's only so many parts, and then you just like unscrew the things, go like okay this this thing needs replaced they they have a new one available, swap that out, put the screws back in and and uh then you you know complete it, and then the story goes of like, oh, you fixed that, da, da, da. and it's. Like the repair process is really like simple and satisfying. Like it doesn't make you think too much. I think like further you go in, there's a little bit more thinking. Like the watch, I you had to line up the gears, right? But there was only so many options. Um, what platform are you playing this on? Uh, Steam, Steam. Okay. I was, uh, it was on the uh, summer sale, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, but yeah, it's it's probably 2 hours long. It's 14 levels. Uh they really don't take too long and and they give you a little um story uh, in between each one uh fully voiced and uh so far I'm I'm very interested to see how it kind of wraps up. It seems like a very kind of chill thing. I I found it on a list of wholesome games or heartwarming games, one of the two. So that's kind of the vibe uh we're getting. Also, I'm gonna note. So I have purchased an ultra wide monitor. It is, what is it? <laughs> Forty. It's a 42 inch. Uh, it is th- 3440, uh, by 1080, I believe. Um, and so I've I've been lo- just like finding out games that support ultra wide and lo- launching them just to see how they look. And it's, it's, there's not a lot of games that support ultra wide, but the ones that do, it definitely feels really cool. It, it, it almost is like being in VR that like the game wraps around your vision everywhere. I look is the game uh, for that. Like uh, game's like cloud punk uh, supported. Uh, I, I, I'm possibly being corrected that it's three thousand eight hundred forty by ten eighty. Um, is the resolution? Uh, but yeah, Cloudpunk supports it. Destiny Two supports it. I did load up Dest. I will say I load up Destiny Two just to try this. They're like, uh, you know, as a new campaign, new story stuff, and they like drop me on this planet. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go this way. And you know, I haven't played uh in a very long time. And they dropped me on this planet, and they're like, go here. So I went there, and then the first thing I do, I, I see enemies, and they just one shot me. And it was <laughs> like, maybe you should make sure I can handle this if you're going to just drop me on this planet when I, the first thing I launched the game. Like, it was a bit weird. I was able to back out and go elsewhere, but I was like, I, I don't, I just want to mess with Ultra Wide. I don't think I'm going to. Mess with it, so it seems like the onboarding for the new Destiny thing's a little funky. Uh, yeah, Cloudpunk's a uh, great, um, Elite Dangerous supports it. Uh, game games that's like I said, very few games support ultra wide, but the ones that do, it it looks really cool, it fully wraps around. Also, I will say uh, something that's really cool is me and my girlfriend have been playing Divinity Original Sin 2. That supports ultra wide. What's great about playing that with co op is where we kind of both have our own monitor's amount of space just because it's so wide like th- this monitor is essentially like two monitors yeah. long uh so it works really there's times that ultra wide looks just just works so so well uh so yeah i've got I've got that, and it's a cool thing uh,
0: I wonder how hard that is to support. If it's just like another aspect ratio or if it's like you know something more intensive
2: i mean there's you definitely i think have to have planned for it i mean there's things like you have to have the u i set up correctly uh right. for it uh you're rendering out more space um and and stuff uh yeah i i I couldn't tell you exactly. What but I, I do think that is a thing that you have to think of when you when you are setting stuff up. I mean there are games Divinity Original Sin 2 I don't think originally had it, though because of the way that game looks, I don't think it's the hardest thing. Something like Final Fantasy fifteen I ended up uh playing the demo of because that supported widescreen and I was like this seems like a thing that would be more difficult to do. It did seem a little funky, where like stuff that was dead centered looked all right, but things on the like edges almost looked like they were like warped a little bit. They did like a fisheye lens. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it kind of looked that way, which was like okay, that's a that's a bit weird, but it is cool to have literally my vision filled with the game. Um, so yeah, overall, like ultra wide, sick as shit. Uh, I there are something. The reason I actually got ultra wide was because of the control. And what's weird is that it seems control supports ultra wide, but not my resolution. So, Oof. yeah, so things don't look right if I try and do it. And so, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's uh, sad. But, uh, yeah, that's that's some of the stuff I've been playing. Darian, tell me about what your whole thing is.
1: Mine's not going to be nearly as long as Bryce's. I have further <laughs> advanced the Final Fantasy VII Remake story, and I started playing Dead by Daylight regularly again. They're currently having a fourth-year anniversary event. Um, by the time this airs, let's see, in two days, um, you'll still have a chance to redeem, um, I think, all of the first... Well, the f- Two pieces of the first outfit, and then for like the next few days, if you log in every day, you can get a free piece of cosmetic stuff. Um, plus, there you've got special anniversary event items. You can find more information about that on their Twitter. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot.
0: Did they launch a new season with that in that game recently?
1: Like new DLC?
0: I don't know how the season, like ranked season. Kind of thing, like do they do that every once in a while?
1: So it doesn't work the same way as it does in like most of other games of that kind. I think it's by quarter they have new seasons and it's just like a soft reset. Like depending on your rank, you'll go back, but not all the way. Like you don't yeah. start at zero, you start so like 20 to one, 20 being the newest and like least seasoned, and one being like top rated. Okay. killers yeah. and survivors and you have different ranks for killer versus survivor and so like it's the ranks are like by color so there's like gray and like yellow green uh dark green purple red or something like that and basically if you're in like a purple or red you're going to go back to if you're in red you're going to go back to purple if you're in purple you're going to go mm-hmm. back to green etc okay, etc so, yeah, et yeah. so yeah it, it ha- i think it's like I think it's by quarter. It might be just like once a month. I'm not really sure. It's been a while since I've been a regular player, so I don't Yeah. because they do it so differently than other places. I just don't have a You it get memorized. to still play
0: as Steve from Stranger Things.
1: Oh yeah, once yeah. something's in the game, it's always in the game. At always. least in terms of like characters. Yeah. Um items and stuff aren't necessarily permanent, but I
2: wonder if they got paid. Like did the actors get like, like- likeness rights? For that, or no.
1: um, I'm not sure, but I do know that yeah, they know. they didn't record any of the lines for it. Yeah, they had, I bet likes. they don't.
0: I bet the character's likeness is not. The actor, you know, like yeah. the actor doesn't own the character's likeness, even yeah, though their like right. likeness—they're like. Well, we've, we've... I do
1: know that the actress that played Nancy, she was pretty excited about it. She got like a pillow with her in-game model on it, like a life-size huh. like body pillow. Huh. <laughs> she she was pretty hype about it.
2: But she probably, I I still probably have a feeling she didn't get paid.
1: I mean, I don't know.
2: I I doubt that information <laughs> is going to be widely available unless the answer is for sure. Oh, uh Matt while well, she's uh googling intensely. Uh what's what's your what's up?
0: What's up? Uh, uh I felt like I didn't play all that much stuff, but when I started listing it, I actually removed a bunch of things. Um so I'm actually I'm going to mention those really quick. Last time I talked about Super Mario World, finished it on the SNES classic. Uh like on the Switch online one. Um so now I've got I don't have 100% completion, but I've got all the all the levels and all the secret levels, and you know played through all of it, so I'm pretty happy with that. Um, played some more Minecraft Dungeons, and the final boss in that game is really tough, uh, so I have to level up for that. Uh, I took some time off of Animal Crossing. I I forgot to buy turnips. It was mostly what oh, happened wow. last week. Uh, I bought some. Don't worry, got some for this week. Um, but took a week off. So I was like, you know what? It's good. I'll, I'll I won't play Animal Crossing, you know, as much this week and see what's happening. But there is an update coming.
2: Did you do the? Uh, did you do the bug off?
0: I did not do the bug off, <gasps> so I missed that because that happened uh, the other day, yesterday maybe.
2: Me me either. Like it was a deal of like I really don't feel like it. And then like yeah. seven o'clock, I was laying in bed. I was like, oh, I'm I'm watching a YouTube video. Maybe I'll pop in there. And it's like it ended at six. I'm like, uh, that's that's dumb.
0: Yeah. Um, there's an update coming for July, I think, I don't know whether it's launching next week or, you know, sometime early July, but you're going to get to go swimming, um, and you can then dive for things that are on the bottom of the ocean, uh, and there's a new, or, uh, a new visiting, uh, I don't know whether to call them, like, islanders or villagers, just a new visiting character, uh, Pascal I believe is his name and I think he's kind of like you know uh, Flick or like CJ where you know they show up on chance throughout the week and then they give you like a challenge or something
2: give me more Jolly Red yeah that's all I can Like, oh, like I oh, wish the- he showed up it's like oh the shoe guy is here cool give me the art
0: yeah give me the art guy I need I need to fill out my museum that's, like, my biggest drive in the game. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another update coming in August. They haven't... They'll probably put another video together for that. Um, yeah. They just said, you know, look forward to that. Uh, I jumped into Pokemon Cafe Mix.
2: Me too. Which
0: is a all-new Pokemon experience that oh my is God. on Switch and mobile. Yeah. Um...
2: I played it on Switch. I don't know about you, Bryce. I also played it on Switch. Uh it's the only
0: game I've ever used the touchscreen for on Switch. Yeah,
2: this one requires it. It's
0: well, actually, so I got the I got a stylus from Mario Maker so I busted that out and <sighs> you know started using that so I had my my I was holding the Switch and like my hand was cramping and I was like, you know, tapping things and stirring them together. It's basically Candy Crush with a slightly different main mechanic. Uh <laughs> like all the all the gimmicks and everything are you know kind of following that that path uh so there are like sugar cubes that you have to break over five you know five hits uh if things are covered in oil they're immune for the first hit and then they're vulnerable um you have to get like tomatoes to the bottom of the level in the basket so basically everything's themed around making food drinks or sweets I believe and each pokemon you get uh is a special is specialized in one of those and as you go you expand your cafe um and as you serve your customers you level them up and then they become your employees which is weird. some weird pokemon logic that I think is mm-hmm. hilarious. You like our drinks so much?
2: Good, you <laughs> Why work don't here. don't you
0: work here for free.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean to be fair, I don't think they were paying for the drinks. I don't know the whole currency system. You get the
0: gold acorns for, right? I guess. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, there's all sorts of little, you know, premium. It's it's a free-to-play game, so there's all sorts of microtransaction opportunities through little, you know, boosts that mm. help you with solving the puzzles. Mhm. Um I've I've done like the first 50 or so, and I don't even know if I like the game, but I've been playing it somewhat consistently for the last like four or five days. So that's I don't know. It's there. It's a mobile game.
2: (laughs) On your switch.
0: Yeah. Um what else? Oh, I jumped into Tetris ninety nine again. I think because I took time off Animal Crossing. And Tetris ninety nine has a Xenoblade event coming next weekend. Uh the weekend of July fourth. You know, holiday weekend in in America. Um so, you can get the Xenoblade theme. But, you know, they're still. That game's still going. It's easy to find a match. I guess you could probably fill it with bots. You know, it wouldn't be that hard to do like a Tetris bot, I bet, if they needed to. Um, but it's still fun. Tetris is always good. Uh, the last thing I played is on Xbox Game Pass PC Beta. Mm. That's where I played West of Dead, uh, which I first saw. A couple weeks ago when they did the Gorilla Collective stream. Yeah. uh, Previewing some of the new games coming out. And West of Dead, I didn't see the full trailer. I was just like, oh, that looks cool. Ron Perlman is the narrator in it. It's got this cool Western theme. It's got a cool visual style. Uh, Turns out it's a roguelite with a kind of a central story to it. So you're kind of progressing the story through chapters as you progress through the levels um, and then the, the actual gameplay setup is an isometric third-person view but it's very similar in systems to dead cells so you basically have two weapon slots and two ability slots uh, you can level eat those up as you progress so every time you find a new weapon it might be a better level or a slightly different weapon and you can choose to pick that up or not um, and then you can do that with your abilities as well and then there are also like three main stats you can modify as you progress to so you can get like more hp or more weapon damage or more ability damage you know that sort of stuff um and then the game itself plays a lot with light and dark like shadow area and light area so as you kind of kick in the door to a room and you bust in um you can like light light a lantern in the room and it'll blind the enemies and stun them for a second and then you know you're you're taking cover behind boxes and coffins and things because you're uh you're west of dead so you're actually in purgatory trying to head east apparently to death
2: wow um,
0: but it's pretty cool cuz it's got this it's got this twangy western soundtrack and then every time you clear a room it's like you know <laughs> and then the music stops and then you like run around and then you enter the next one it's like Matt,
2: Matt is going to be doing the new soundtrack or the new uh, <laughs> intro song for Race at Gamecast. Yeah. It's going right. to be mouth noises brought to you by Matt. That's how it you starts You to right?
1: layer multiple tracks all over each other so you yep. can get we could make variety. one of those videos
0: where there's like, you know, it's me in a slightly different room every time.
2: Why would why would you be in a different room?
0: I don't know. You you ever seen those videos where it's like the same person playing all the instruments? It's like always a slightly different camera angle. It's like why are mm. they, you know? Yep. Why are they doing that?
2: Because I got a bass guitar now. Yeah. Well, this brings us to the <laughs> exciting music that I have for you because. It's news. So we're now opening it with a cool quick news section. Check out this quick news. Hey, guys, the Steam Summer Sale has started, and it's going till July 9th, so check that out. Chuck E. Cheese has filed for bankruptcy. Uh, so rest in peace, Cheesy McCheesers. Uh, it doesn't
1: t- mean that it's gone.
2: Yeah, it just it just means they haven't said
1: anything about store closures yet. Just that they're filed. So yeah,
2: it just means that they're uh, going through some some tough shit. Uh, The uh, world ends with you is getting an anime project, which I'm excited for because I got that game on Switch because there's a tie-in to that in Kingdom Hearts, and I didn't enjoy playing it on Switch. So I'll watch the anime. Was there a date on that? Uh no, they're announcing more information July third. Because you know what else is getting an anime project?
0: What you? Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Oh yeah, what? And it's launching in twenty twenty two.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that that's that's the thing. Of huh. of it's like you didn't did you just now decide to do that because it seems <laughs> right. like it would have been better to launch it before the game, but yeah, whatever. Uh also the new uh Smash Bros character has been announced. It's Min Min from Arms. So this is your quick news. Uh but Matt's gonna slow it down
0: and take...
2: something
1: like that. You're gonna do it slower.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, can you can you tell me about EA Play 2020 hosted by Greg Miller?
0: Yeah, I watched Greg Miller in a vibrant shirt, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he showed us some golden letters that spelled EA Play.
2: with <laughs> great code! Great code, EA. Yeah, EA, EA Play Live. EA Play, EA Live. Play Live. The code yep. was EA Play Live. Yeah. The sad thing is, like, it would have been a bigger deal if you just told us the the URL. That was the harder thing to figure out. As soon as EA came up, I was like, it's gonna be EA Play Live. I think. I think that's look okay. Um. Yeah. So they they ran through some
0: news. I feel like they didn't. Overall, my feeling after it was like, huh, it's too bad Star Wars Squadrons leaked the other earlier in the week because that seemed like their only announcement. Yeah.
2: Um. But yeah. Uh, Apex. I think Apex wants a pretty big one. But okay, we'll start with Apex. Apex is
0: coming to Switch. Maybe I'll actually try it out. I tried Fortnite when it came to Switch.
2: To, to be clear, like that's not the really exciting part. Oh. Like the the Switch, it's it's interesting, I guess. Like it, the versions you're getting on on Switch aren't going to be as good. Like the same with Overwatch and stuff. Like they can make it work there, but it's not the best way to play those games. Uh, but no matter where you're playing. You can play together. It's going to have crossplay.
0: That's right. Yep. Uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, Origin, and Switch crossplay. And so that was actually a big theme uh, throughout the EA stuff. Is they are putting their catalog on Steam, uh, which they took it off a bunch of years ago when they launched Origin. Yeah. Um, but I think they're getting ready to launch their Origin subscription on Steam or something like that. Yeah. I believe so, so they're putting all their games back on Steam now.
2: Yeah. Um, which I prefer because I was not a fan of having to download a separate program just to play EA games.
0: Yeah, I I never open Origin. Actually, for The Sims, I guess, and SimCity. But other than that, um, Star Wars Squadrons looks pretty cool. Um, That leaked earlier in the week before, but they showed the gameplay. Can we just talk about the fact
2: that I just like... You know, I was like, "Oh man, that news is coming," but we 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 don't really have it for you. Oh, I already like in Star Wars Squadrons. I already told you it's got VR support because I I saw that I talked about on Twitter. It wasn't officially out, so we got that. We we did get just some some basic more information about what what exactly it is. But it seems you could, just based on the picture, people kind of had an idea of like you. It's a Star Wars flying game.
0: Yeah, it's a Star Wars flying game. I was expecting more of a Rogue Squadron feel to it, um, but it's actually mostly in the cockpit. Uh, it looks like it's entirely first person.
2: What's what's the difference between that and Rogue Squadron?
0: The what, Rogue Squadron games were like, uh, well, they were mostly they were third person. I don't even remember if you could switch the view, um. Um, but it was primarily a story-driven campaign game. Which this one seems like it will have that. Yeah. Um, you're playing both the Rebel and Empire sides throughout, and you'll create a custom character for both yeah. of those and go back and
2: forth. This this seems to be in the final days of the Empire, like after the episode, after the Battle of Endor, after yeah. the Death Star. Uh, we we literally see the um in the trailer, the Empire talks about let's get revenge, which seems to be like revenge for killing the the uh, Emperor. Um so this it seems that like the rebellion you know this is kind of like the final days of the empire the re- rebellion are trying to wipe out the the empire the empire are, are you know i guess just f- breathing their last breaths and stuff um so it it's i don't think that this will be cool to see something covering that time period we don't we don't see enough of like it's never been covered in movies or tv shows or anything of that Like, it's almost it's almost like the time between the uh, what is episode six? Yep. It's almost the time between episode six and the Mandalorian is where this game would take place.
0: Yeah, so like in the immediate aftermath of Return of the Jedi, like hey, the war's over, but it's not over, kind of thing.
2: Also, people are thinking that Hera from Star Wars Rebels is in it. I couldn't I couldn't 100% like there was a trial act that looked right and I was like is that her voice but I couldn't nail it down so it's but it seems likely the Hera is in there which Star Wars Rebels is great so I'm very much down for that. I think the uh the
0: multiplayer they announced was a little lackluster. I think people were mm. I was as, okay, I was hoping for a more Battlefront scale uh space battle. Basically, I, I mean, they have
2: that they have and they
0: sort of have that, but it seems like it might be limited. I don't know they 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 described squads of five, but they didn't explicitly say five v five for that mode or if they said it was like maybe your squad of five is like battlefield where there's five other squads on your team
2: no it's it seems to be based on the the description on the website. I mean they just say five v five and I think that's across everything. Uh, but then they so they have separate several modes, some of which seem to just be a straight up dogfight where it's just five yeah. rebels versus five empire things. That's all that's there. But they have bigger modes where you both have capital ships and you are trying to attack the other capital ship, defend your capital ship. Yeah. And so then you'd have that one seems to be something closer to Battlefront, uh, where you kind of have these NPC. Uh, ships in play right. that are attacking and stuff. and it I was be,
0: hoping it was closer to like 20 versus 20 or something like that, you know, where you are in a larger scale battle that way.
2: I'm fine. Like, maybe they can do that as a, uh, a short time mode or something, but I'm fine with it being smaller because I don't want to be there for freaking all day just to do a round. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I'm excited though for mostly the campaign and that I think. Uh oh, yeah. I think it'll be pretty cool. And like I think for, for VR, that's probably gonna be awesome with the oh, like yeah. cockpit view. And like, you know, everything's in the cockpit, like all your UI is, you know, your instruments that are in your ship.
2: Yeah. Uh it 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 does have VR support, which we talked about last time. It should also be noticed that they have said they would have Hotos support which I've been tempted to get a toss for Elite Dangerous, and now this might be the, the the time to do it, which, oh, God, like, I I started doing some research on tosses and that's a whole freaking thing of, like... There's apparently, like, a really good one that, like, costs, I don't know, like, $500. It's based on a uh like the sticks in an actual aircraft an actual jet and like i don't like that style to it like it looks too military um but you know people swear by that one but like the next step down looks cool but like i go on the amazon reviews and half of them are like it's great i love it and then there's other people like no man this thing just does not work it's, it's just a garbage dump and i'm like Cool. <laughs> so, should I, what should I get? And they're like, man, you just, like, I'm, I, I subscribe to a Hotos subreddit to try and get some feel, but it just seems to be a, a wild field to try and figure out what Hotos to get. So, I, I guess I'll, I'll be keeping my eyes open and, and maybe figure out a Hotos by time Squadrons out, but it'd be cool. It would be cool to have the, the actual joysticks, uh, that you'd be, you know using in game just build your own yeah i'll just build a hotas <laughs> because i'm an electrical engineer
0: darian how do you feel about skate
1: i don't care would <laughs> you
0: would you have commented it into existence cuz no. apparently that's what the internet did
2: nope
1: i bet that and no, there's no way. It's because they were releasing the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remakes. They were like, "Ooh, we can re, we can bring the next installment in this skate scene, since people are gonna want to be playing skate games again." Yeah,
2: they're like, "No, we can't let Tony Hawk win. Not again." <laughs> you should, you should ask uh, how Darian feels about the other game. Uh, yeah. So skates
0: coming. Uh, I, it's not technically Skate 4, they haven't announced that part yet, so it might just be a remake, it might be Skate 4, we don't know. It's literally like, the two guys were like, hey, they just told us when we started this video chat that Skate's back.
2: I'm pretty sure they said it's like the next game in the series. I don't think they've said it was a remake or anything. I'm pretty sure they used that kind of language. And like, if it was not Skate 4, they should they would have corrected people by now, because everybody's saying Skate 4 is coming. Um, and I mean, it which, could be it could could be called Skate. Uh, coming coming at you hard this time. Like it's not actually called Skate Four, but like it's the next game in the Skate trilogy.
1: The series. series trilogy is only three
2: quadrilogy.
1: It's no. Uh,
0: it's the, just a the saga. EA. What are, what are the EA Indies called? EA Originals. Do they still use that banner? I
2: I could not tell you. Okay, well I didn't uh, I didn't get deep in the EA branding.
0: They showed off a couple of those, so they're smaller games that EA is publishing. Um one is from Hazelight Studios, which were the, was the studio behind A Way Out and Brothers uh, Tale of Two Sons. Yeah. So, I, you
2: know I played co-op, one of those. Couch co op. Brothers games. is good. I I haven't played. I've heard great things about Brothers. I haven't played it.
1: Brothers is really good.
2: Uh, so they have a new game called It Takes Two. Yep. And
0: see,
1: Brothers was really good, and it came out first. But then their second round, just they just tanked. It was terrible.
0: For a way out.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, a way out was garbage.
2: Remember, remember the good times, Darian.
1: I remember the good times <laughs> when one of us would sit and play in Connect Four while the other one was trying to move on and just kind of intermittently switching back and forth between, all right, one of us is dinking around and the other person's trying to go.
2: Arian <laughs> Super did not want to play Connect Four. She's like, we are on the run. We cannot be doing the cops this. The are I'm,
1: coming. Uh- <laughs> I'm
2: like, I don't, I don't think they're going to break down the door if we play Connect Four. And she's like, I'm not doing this. Let's go. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Well,
0: Hayes lights back at it again with their third co-op game, doing what they do best or worst, I guess depending on which game you played and who you ask. Um and then there was another one they featured called Lost in Random that had this really awesome Tim Burtony look to it. I guess would be the best way to say it, it kind of looks like a stop motion uh, you know, animation, but it's, you know, a game, so it's it's not, it's just, it just looks nice and Tim Burton-y. Um, that's coming out next year. Mm. And that's, that's kind of like the big hitting things from EA. They're going to keep supporting the Switch, apparently, so I think they're going to start releasing their sports games and stuff, you know, uh, on the Switch. I don't know that they don't already do that, though. But they're going to support the Switch more, which they you know, severely have lacked over the past couple consoles for Nintendo. Um, and they teased a bunch of random stuff at the end that was like, one one thing was like, okay, that's clearly Dragon Age. So it's like, yeah, that's still in development. And they confirmed that that was in development back when they revealed Anthem, I believe. Um, and then they showed off some other like weird tech demo things that were like, why are you showing this right now? And that was how the, that was pretty much it. Then they they talked about skate and that was EA play.
2: Darren, Darren, can you tell me about Pokémon play? No. Okay.
1: I don't know what Pokémon play is. I can tell you about a new Pokémon Snap game that's coming out.
0: Oh.
1: Um as of right now, um it's set to come out for the Switch. There's no announced release date. Um, and it's being developed by Bandai Namco, not the original developer HAL laboratory
2: pokemon snap this is this is another game that people have been shouting about for seventeen mm. days.
1: People are really excited about this one. People have been asking for something like this for a long time
0: new pokemon snap are you mm-hmm.
1: are you excited? I am I've never played Pokemon Snap, but I would like to try one. That sounds like fun.
2: I've never played Pokemon Snap either. I'll probably get this one, but I'm not like crazy about it.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Okay,
0: I could go get the cartridge.
1: Yeah, I think I actually have a cartridge of it. I just have never played it.
0: Boot it up.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't have a way to hook up my sixty-four me, right now.
2: Give me the Hey You Pikachu.
1: Uh. What?
2: Hey, you Pikachu is a N sixty four game that came with a microphone, and you talk to Pikachu.
1: Oh, cute. Um, okay, the next Pokemon game is called Pokemon Smile, and it's an app Ra- that. Raise your that-
2: hand if you have played it. Really, it's an app that I'm you use. Wow, it's an
1: app that you use to. Uh, well, it's meant to help teach younger kids like good <laughs> like <press>. dental hygiene. <laughs> Brush your teeth, and it promotes you to brush your teeth well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's more... Well, okay, so I've played it. I've played it twice. Um, I make my girlfriend hold hold my smartphone up <laughs> oh for me while I, while I brush my teeth. Uh, here's here's my hot review. Uh, so the, the tracking isn't great. There are quite a few times where they're like, we can't see your toothbrush, or you need to brush harder. I'm like, I'm brushing as hard as I can. Um, you're not supposed to brush super hard. Uh, well, I mean, they're saying brush faster. I guess not mm. harder, but the, you kind of are like, I don't know how else to show this to you. Um, so the tracking isn't great, probably because they're meant for like smaller for kids. Yeah. Uh, some I've I've seen some people have better uh, luck with it. Um, it seems like your ability to catch the Pokemon at the end is based on like how well you brushed. <laughs> uh, so like you're you're essentially trying to clean up the pokemon um that are in your mouth uh and, and brush them <laughs> clean and if you can get all the grime off them then when you throw the pokeball you'll 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 catch them. Do they look
0: dirty and gross when you Yeah, yeah they're
2: start? they're yeah, they're super like they they're so like dark and stuff that you can't really like tell what they are. Um ha. Huh. Yeah, it's currently a, it's it's out on smartphones right now. You can go play it right now. Um, and, but something I will say that's really great about it is that the entire time you're playing, it is showing you like a, a picture of a mouth and going like brush here, brush here. Like, and it, it, I don't think I have brushed my teeth that well ever because it's a thing of like, they're like brush, you know, everybody's like brush, brush for two minutes or whatever, but it's, it's, you know, you're just like, okay, I'm just scrubbing my mouth that are all around for two minutes, but like this kind of had me work areas that I'm like, I'm not sure I've ever worked this stuff that well because it's like, do all the fronts, then do all the, the backs, do all the bottoms, do, you know? And I was like, th- uh, this is a very good thorough clean that, that I, I am very impressed with uh pokemon smile having having me do the tracking is not great but i i think this is a great app to to encourage people of all ages to brush their teeth um my criticisms are yes the tracking and also the fact of like in the uh video they show them having the phone on a little stand uh, while the kid uh does it and i'm like i don't have that stand how am i like I see a lot of people like holding their phone with one hand while they're brushing with the other, and I'm like, that seems like it's not gonna work. great. Uh, so that's why I make my girlfriend do it. Um, so yeah, but <laughs> over overall, uh, high marks to Pokemon it's a free app, so there's no there's no reason not to check it out.
1: It's completely free too, like no microtransactions yeah. or anything.
2: yeah, there's nothing there it's it seems like a deal of like the Pokemon company was like, hey, we want to encourage people to brush their teeth better. Let's just work on this thing. And they did, and now it's Let's out. Just,
1: and... just do it. Yeah, what do you it?
0: think the chances are that the Pokemon company are the ones to make like the real Jurassic Park? You know, They're like, we've figured out the technology. We're going to make Pokemon real, and we're going to put them in this park. <gasps> I, d- I don't. Yes. I, don't I feel s- like
2: it's super likely. <laughs> I don't see them doing it. I see someone who's obsessed with Pokemon doing it. Like, they're, they they seem, like, too chill and happy to, like, look into that stuff. But, I, honestly, like, I find it interesting That's that, what like, you the, think. the Pokemon company seems like they've kind of trying to, like, make the world better. I mean, obviously, uh, they, they themselves weren't uh, responsible for Pokemon Go, but, you know, that has a very active uh, element to it. And they, we, they very much touted, like, hey, uh, look at how much people walked because of this. They got Pokemon Smile out here to encourage uh brushing your teeth good. They're coming out with Pokemon Sleep to encourage you to sleep well. They they've got all this stuff to just like make you better. And it's like interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pokemon Jurassic Park. It's gonna
2: happen. Now now if only I'm here for that. Now if only they could come out with a game that would make the, the whole world just come together.
1: Well, I don't think this is going to be that game because MOBAs are inherently toxic, but they are releasing a MOBA.
0: <laughs> called?
1: It's called Pokemon Unite. Um, it's a traditional like... Grace <laughs> is
0: so proud of that segue.
1: Five on uh, five, <laughs> traditional looking MOBA. It's going to be on the Switch and mobile. People are going to run around on a symmetrical map. Um And you're basically, you're going to go around and try to catch Pokemon and you're going to take out your enemies by you're using catch your Pokemon's Pokemon? moves. Yeah, in yep. the wild
0: or oh, in the jungle you're areas. You're tasked
1: with catching Pokemon, which you do by standing on certain capture points. Huh. Which I assume is going to be like jungle camps. Like you're just going to go to different points that are in the like in between lanes and stuff. And
0: Yeah, it kind of looked like it was like map control like, you are farming uh, points like you're jungling, and then you are bringing it to a control area and depositing your points, and that's how you score points in the uh, game.
1: yes. It looks like something I will definitely play a ridiculous amount of.
2: Well, that is good, because we we are uh, hoping the MOBA expert will give us all those hot deets.
1: I would love to, but there's so far no release date announced um, but it is going to be on Switch and mobile, and I think it's going to be cross-platform as well.
0: So Do you see who the developer is?
1: Um, it's So it's Tencent. It's
0: Tencent, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, Tencent, who developed an app called like Heroes of War or something like that. That's a mobile or a MOBA.
2: Tencent does a lot of stuff. They are a big And they're big also company.
1: like they own a decent amount of Riot games which has the uh hit MOBA League of Legends under what? their belt. So yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I mean if Tencent's involved and they're using any of their assets from League to set it up, like it'd be great. Hmm. Not their assets ne- necessarily. Well, yeah, I, don't I see want what them you're to saying. make like, like the, a League. Yeah,
2: their, their knowledge. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The knowledge and, and, and
2: Resources, experience
1: Resources. that they've
2: yeah. gained. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'm here to tell you about some more games in a different series, uh, and that series is called Kingdom Hearts. Uh, we also have um, a a mobile game uh, in that series to tell you about. Um, this is sort of a add on to the app uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Uh, this one is Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, which tells the story of Xehanort. It's
1: Union Dark Road.
2: Is it Union Dark Road?
1: Yes, that's why I changed it.
2: Okay, well, and it
1: takes place immediately after Union Cross. So yeah, it's it, basically a sequel.
2: Man, I would not have been able to read that correctly. Well, sort <laughs> like it's about Xehanort. It's not about the player. You the Z- Xehanort, Like the game starts with Xehanort literally like dreaming about the player. And the stuff he has gone through. Hot. Uh, but it
1: Is it a romance?
2: Uh is it a dating scene? <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll get there because there are <laughs> let's see, it's Xehanort. and then I think like five other characters, uh, including Mark Hamill's character from uh the the games where he's in it. Um Ericus, Master Ericus. Uh he yeah, so uh uh features Ericus, uh which we already have known as uh Xehanort's longtime friend, but also features uh, a bunch of other, I guess, classmates of uh Xehanort's because this is about I guess Xehanort going to school, um uh and and kind of stuff that's going on with that. It is it is different from Union Cross in quite a, a few ways. Um, for one, uh, Union Cross kind of has you set up your, your Keyblade stuff and you kind of just go through it one by one, whereas this kind of has you set up a deck of cards that you randomly get given and then you swipe up you uh, sets of three of them hoping to match colors because then that will make it more powerful, but to do things like heal, blah, 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 blah. Um, you also aren't running around uh, the game does allow you to click on auto mode, which will just have them fight things on their own, uh, which makes it really good to grind. So good to grind that I've been playing it this entire time. During this podcast, I have defeated 747 Darkness. So it's a uh, clicker game. Uh, I It's almost like you can play it as an idle game. Yeah. Because you, just, you just turn on auto. I just have it running on my tablet and... It just plays itself, Man. and then That's I, a big yikes i well, it's way better than than Union Cross where you have to actively do the thing i can I can just have them check the boxes on its own and just see the story, which I'm glad about i've I've gone through chapter one uh which which is interesting i guess um some some interesting stuff going on. I'll be curious to see what happened to his classmates. I'm really not that into Xehanort and his whole thing, uh, but eh, what the heck? I can I can do that. Uh, but we also have a console-based uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, game uh, called Melody of Memory, which is a rhythm game, uh, which seems to have you playing through the rest of the Kingdom Hearts games, but with the new like rhythm-based gameplay. Uh, and yeah, we- as Kyrie. Uh, I mean, it seems like the story focuses on Kyrie, but the actual gameplay seems to have you playing as Sora and friends. Um, because yeah, with during the announcement, we see a lot. We see a lot of gameplay of Sora going through worlds like Olympus Coliseum. We see him doing rhythm-based stuff during a cutscene from uh, I think it's three sixty-five uh, over two days. Um, so it's interesting that you'll also be playing through the cutscenes. And um, it, it almost seems like a new way to re-experience the previous titles. Uh, but once the gameplay portion was uh, shown, we saw some cutscenes of Kyrie, which seems to indicate like this might be a Kyrie focused story, maybe uh, an explanation of like what's going on with her in relation to uh, Sora's whole thing. Um, so that's coming. I don't believe we have a release date on that, but that's a couple things to be aware of.
1: I'm going to play a ridiculous amount of uh, Melody of Memory because I f- fairly amount love rhythm games. I've put more than 50 hours into my Miku Hatsune Project Diva game.
2: Uh, I, I did... Uh it is notable that I think it does offer like a two player like versus mode too. Uh so so there's some interesting stuff going to be going on with that. Uh some interesting stuff has been going on with Microsoft and the Mixer yeah. platform.
0: Uh Mixer is no more as of next late next month. As of 30 days from several days ago. Yep. Mixer is dead. Rest in peace Mixer. Long live Mixer! It's gone, and also
2: Beam. I wonder
1: how Teddy's Mixer stream did.
2: Um, how many the followers platform. do you think he yeah. got? Teddy, they couldn't get Teddy, and they were just like, "I guess we're we we should just give up." Back it up.
1: <laughs> we're done here.
2: Yeah. So Microsoft
0: and Facebook announced jointly that they are transitioning Mixer to Facebook Gaming, which is Facebook's. A growing interest in a streaming platform. They've they've been at PAXes and things like that with their FB.gg and their stage show, kind of like Twitch used to be until Twitch stopped showing up to those things. Um, so yeah, it's been a big push for Facebook for a couple years now. Microsoft made a big push with Mixer late last year, or about you know some some point last year for a little while uh, by picking up Ninja and Shroud from. Uh, from Twitch. And I guess that didn't do it. So earlier this year, Phil Spencer said we made a decision earlier this year that we were going to change our approach. Uh, we weren't going to be continuing with mixer as it was, and we wanted to find a partner for us who had a similar worldview on how gaming can evolve and the, can evolve and the impact it could have, and a partner that had unique assets to really make take that mixer community. make mm-hmm. it their own and grow to the level of impact and size that I really think it deserves and needs. So yeah, they basically said, hey, we're we're done with the owning a streaming platform. We've got other fish to fry. And Facebook isn't Amazon and Facebook isn't Google because they both have their own
2: <laughs> Yeah. It is sad. Like as as someone I never really liked the UI of Mixer. Um so I I never really considered jumping over there but it was a thing of like I was really happy to see how it pushed Twitch. Um, yeah, absolutely. And honestly like Facebook sucks and I don't know who would go who would continue or follow like they they're like oh anybody with a mixer thing will now have a thing at Facebook and it's like I don't know a streamer who would take that like most of them are either going like well i guess i'm going back to twitch or just going like what do i even do like there's some smaller options that they could go to i know caffeine exists it's very very small um i recently found out tencent has a streaming platform um me too about 20 minutes ago when we talked about it uh, I'd I'd have to look up the name because I actually just claimed the last geek name on there when I found out about it. I was like, well, I guess if this ever becomes the thing, I'll have it. Um, but it 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 basically like makes it so Twitch is really the only game in town, and I don't.
0: I mean, I, YouTube is still huge, and like you don't think of YouTube first as a streaming platform, but it is very viable as that. Um, but. Yeah, this is kind of like the number three and four streaming platforms merging together um, to, I guess, compete with Twitch and YouTube. Um, I I always thought, like I know you were saying you didn't like the UI of Mixer, but uh, like you just mentioned, I think a lot of the feature set Mixer had uh, was actually a leg up on Twitch and really oh. forced their hand to make some changes, which were long overdue. Like Twitch was very stagnant for a long time and then this last year they started rolling out all sorts of newer features that mixer had been doing basically and yeah so it it made them better so that's kind of unfortunate especially if something like Facebook that's that's such a tough sell and i think it's probably a generational thing right it's probably not it doesn't matter how good the Facebook platform would be facebook as a as facebook
2: yeah, there's a
0: tainted product yeah. in, in the minds of a lot of people.
2: The only one who's going live on Facebook are people in their, like, 40s selling clothes or stuff. Like, I I would not be surprised if Facebook gaming shuts down not long after this. Uh, I,
0: I think if they're making a push, we'll, I don't know. Honestly, we'll see how much I, they're willing to spend.
2: Yeah, yeah, I... I don't see. I do not see who would want to watch video games on Facebook. I mean, I don't know. Like uh, the it's I Facebook. Mean, there video, is a community. There is a like, you know, plenty of people have Facebook accounts, but like the right. people who actively use Facebook are not the kind of people who would actively watch things like a Twitch stream. Like, well, not like. I mean, I own, use a Facebook. I don't know, the last time I posted a Facebook that was just me, like, saying stuff. But I think Uh. it's,
0: like, uh, similar to how YouTube, I don't know, has become, like, the go-to. I think there is a, like, Twitch is obviously the go-to for people who are aware of game streaming and use it as kind of, like, I use it as a TV replacement, right? Yeah, But... I think there is an audience of you know billions of users that in theory have may- maybe aren't even aware or just you know maybe they know about Fortnite, right but they don't know much beyond that or something like that and <laughs> that, they are now there's a doorway there
2: see like facebook seems like the the thing of the older generation that are. Our- stuck in their ways. Like, if someone has found... Like, I could see a younger kid finding out about Fortnite and going like, ah, oh, I want to watch, and then they're going to go to Twitch. They're going to go to someplace that is not Facebook because Facebook is where the old people are.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. I just think there's... Yeah, if Twitch tried to do A huge audience that's untapped.
2: Twitch would have... Or not Twitch. Uh, Twitter would have a better chance of uh, launching a gaming platform than Facebook so, because... It-
0: if you want to go into general rumor stuff, uh, I've, I, I don't have any links or articles to these, but it's been rumored that both TikTok and Spotify are interested in getting into the game streaming space. So I mean, I'm sure maybe those will happen.
2: There's a lot of people that are interested, but like, like, I mean, if anything, this shows that like running a game streaming platform takes a lot of resources that even Microsoft didn't want to invest in. Right. It is it is also interesting and I'll just touch on this really quick that this came shortly after there were a lot of like um accusations about sexual or abuse uh misconduct uh, across every gaming platform across like you know Twitch, across Mixer, uh every big and small uh there there have been uh uh people affected or, or accused uh in the deal and Basically, they were like, "So you're just not gonna deal with it the, the this stuff? You're just gonna shut it down." And you know, they were like, "Well, we were planning for this for a while, but it did, it did look yeah, real I mean, bad." There was
0: no way that decision impacted the transition to Facebook. There's no way the timing of that. I mean, was like, it it might
2: might not have been the thing of like, "Hey, we're deciding to go to Facebook because of this," but it might have been a deal of like, they might have. W- planning to shut it down later and they were just like
0: uh, they gave it 30 days you know like that's i feel like an appropriate amount of time to, to but, like but,
2: but but it's also the deal of it seemed like people just found out it was like partnered people just were like oh by the way it's done every i like the oh, they did
0: da- i thought they made like an official blog oh, announcement yeah, they, uh, on the mixer yeah,
2: for, for everybody everybody found out it was being shut down at the same time like if you yeah. watch if you watch mixer streams the The day that the deal was, it was just people like crying of going like, "What do I do now?" Because I mean, so many people have built their communities, are partnered on Mixer, and they're like, "What do I?" Like, it I... seems
0: like there's a pathway though to Twitch, and there is a pathway for them to go straight to Facebook um, well, with that. So, yeah.
2: I like I said, I many many people there. There are Mixer streamers that I know that are just like, "I'm not going to Facebook." Are you? Are you? No. Um, but I, I do hear that Twitch is is planning to or has been partnering Mixer partners. So that's yeah. that's the least nice on their part.
0: And uh, one one other part of this story uh, is that Facebook is basically signing on to work with Microsoft's X Cloud uh, mm. game instant streaming, you know, gaming service, which is kind of their their competitor to Google Stadia or something along those lines. So as a, as a gaming platform for, you know, Xbox, the Xbox app or like the Xbox game pass system, I feel like that ties in really nicely to within, you know, the user base of Facebook. Like that becomes the go-to. So.
2: Well, this probably why. oh, this Sorry. brings us to the Patreon producer shout out. Hey, Aaron C and Dragons Lucas. Thank you for supporting the show and all of the things we make uh with your uh monthly contribution. I forgot to say it last time, so I'm gonna say it like seven times right now. Aaron C, Dragons Lucas, you're amazing. Did you know that every time you wake up, I think about you, Aaron C and Dragons Lucas, and how much you help support this great content. Dragons Lucas, you're a great dude. Aaron C, you're a great different person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're also a great dude. Nailed it. Dude dude is a gender neutral term.
2: I I I've heard both ways. I've been yelled at for being called calling people uh of of uh female people um dudes and I've been told that it's fine so uh, so thank you to Aaron C and Dragons Lucas for helping support the show for $5 a month by going to patreon.com slash and supporting the show like you could if you wanted me to say your name like I did Aaron C and Dragons Lucas thank you
0: how else could you support the show
2: just figured I'd throw that out and see what happened. <laughs> by sending us questions and comments This is is this where Darian does the thing yeah,
1: <sighs> yeah.
2: the enthusiasm <laughs> it's so high
1: do you want to be a part of the show go to com forward slash submit to submit a question comment or your favorite I think I said coffee order last time but I could use another one so tell me what you ordered for coffee
2: and then bring um, it to Darian for
1: us to read on the show
0: Do you like cold coffee?
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. That's all I I wanted to know. I like
1: cold coffee. I like hot coffee. I don't mind making my own coffee. I just have to put creamer in it. I like to get like blended coffee drinks, like iced coffee, but they're made into milkshakes. Mm. Love that. Anyway, the first question is from Bilbo. Um, I think he meant to say, what even is Fortnite now? They're doing concerts in. They did a movie night where they just watched Inception. Is it even a game anymore? Not sure, but I think this is from one of my mods, and I think he was drunk when he posted it.
2: <laughs> okay. Just
1: based on the the amount of and and if it's not from my mod, I apologize that I wow. thought that you were my drunk mod, but uh. What is Fortnite now, Matt Bryce? I don't know what Fortnite was before, honestly. I like was, I never... I mean,
2: it was a very popular battle royale, but I think at a certain point when they're like, "Hey, stop fighting for a minute, we're doing a concert," it stopped being that. I mean, so, I mean, there was times where there were they would let you fight while the concert's going on, and I was like, I guess this is still technically. A battle royale, but then, but then they added in party royale, where there's no fighting, and you're just at a concert or a movie. <laughs> I find it so weird, where they were like, we're doing a movie night in Fortnite, so watch a virtual screen on your computer screen of a movie that's been out for a long time.
0: I saw a really cool mobile screenshot of that. It was like a photo of someone
2: holding their phone with the this- screen. The screen in the
0: background, I was like, That's awesome. What it's a- like,
2: what do you get? What are you getting out of this? Why don't you just put on Inception on Netflix or wherever you can watch it?
0: Watch it virtually together with your friends while wearing your cool skins.
1: What, how do you get the license for that?
2: You ask, I mean, they're epic games, so they yeah. just got I money. Mean, I think it's more the thing of at this point, companies are approaching Fortnite and saying, hey, can we please put our thing in your, can we, can I please do a concert in your Fortnite? Can I please show off Inception in your Fortnite? Because so many people, we know it's the hot thing. Please let us put our, put the Marvel characters in Fortnite. It's pretty cool. I think it's, I
0: think it's kind of amazing.
1: I think it's neat. I wish it was in a game that I cared about more, but it's. I think it's cool that it's happening. I think it's promising that there could be more bullshit like this in the future.
2: How would you feel about if, in the middle of a Dead by Daylight thing, they're like, "Watch, come watch Inception." Just
1: stop and You know for what? That'd be fitting because <laughs> Inception is a horror movie. Is it? And if I was playing. Isn't it, it? No. It's, oh, no. It's I was a thriller. Pres- oh, my God. I was thinking of Insidious this whole time. Uh, my! I didn't think about it.
0: Wrong.
1: I thought it was Insidious. It's I was not- like. Oh. my brain was reading it as insidious okay never mind not quite as fitting um you know it depends though like are they gonna like do like something really cool on one of their homemade maps and just make it like a theater area like I, how i You know what? I think it'd be really cool. In Dead by Daylight, if they did something like that, like they could put party poppers and they could give you like point values for like setting up the movie or whatever. Like, I think they could do a lot of really cool and Hmm. weird stuff with that. Like, mechanically into the game. Yeah. It
2: just just feels like at this point, it's not, the focus isn't about it being a game so much. Like, I know, I guess. I disagree. I I don't
1: think that the focus is the the extra silly stuff that they're putting in there. The focus is definitely still the quality of life in their battle royale. Like they still take care of that game. The movies and concerts are not the focal point of the game. That's not what the focus is on.
2: I guess like every time I hear people talk about it, it's because they did a thing of like. A concert, and maybe it is just like these other people capitalizing on so many people playing Fortnite, but it's it seems so weird. It's it's like I think
1: it's a really nice way to adjust to social distancing. Yeah,
2: it's like going to a drive in movie, yeah, but But as your character, there's so many better ways to watch a movie with your friends.
1: Yeah, but this is cheesy and fun. Okay, there are better ways, but this is just it's like going to the
0: drive in.
2: Okay.
1: I like this there are a better lot. Better ways
0: to watch a movie than going to a drive-in.
1: I think it's. I think it's two v one. Fortnite is fine. Okay. <laughs>
0: also, how would you define like what what would make it a game versus well, not a game?
2: I mean, I think there's there's games and there's experiences. Like there are, I think there are things that like you would have to be able to win it for it to be counted as a game. Mm-hmm and I, don't think I feel
1: like we've talked about this before, and we don't agree on this mindset.
2: So, like the win condition, the loss not... condition. Well,
1: it... What is the win condition of a s- purely story-based game where you're just walking through?
2: I mean, you could argue that that's maybe an experience, but that's but it's a game. I mean, like The Last of Us. Technically, something like that would be like you finish the story, you complete the story. The wind condition is. I saw. I. I did. The wind I was condition like reading is. The concert ended. What? I heard two things. <laughs> <Go Darian. laughs>
1: the wind condition is. The concert ended. <laughs>
0: uh, I. I said reading a book is a game. <laughs> I.
2: By absolutely
1: that definition. not.
2: Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. A game for it to be a game, the you have to be able to achieve a thing but you have to do a thing to achieve a thing. The movie would end regardless of you doing anything. If I was playing Gone Home, the game would not complete without me doing a thing.
0: So there has to be an interaction.
2: Yes, you have to be able so to interact games. You have you have to interact for the for the thing to a, to complete. I,
1: I'm playing a Dungeons and Dragons game right now. Just pressing
0: play on the on the movie count. That's a
1: game.
2: <laughs> no, because then you've. It's a game okay. I
1: had to start it on my Xbox. Okay,
2: requires you to commit multiple interactions. More than more than two, unless That's how they call it a page turner. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Matt, Matthew, I would argue that a a choose your own adventure story is a game. I agree. Okay. Hey, do you guys want to play a game with us in the form of Ready, Set, Game Chat?
1: Uh, I'm uh, downloading that tonight, and I'm going to start it tonight, (laughs) or I'm going to forget about it again.
2: You you should do it. Maybe you should stream it, so that way it'll be easier. I will
1: not do that.
2: Okay. Uh, July 12th, Ready, Set, Game Cast will be debuting their new sexy section of the podcast called the ready set game Cat, chat. It says Gamecast there, but it's wrong. Uh, think of it like a book club where a host picks a game for everyone to play through and they'll discuss what they think of the story, gameplay and general gaminess of the game. Plus using the same power of the questions, slash comment sections, listeners will be able to play along and write in their thoughts, questions, comments about the game for the host to discuss. The first game will be After Party, available on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Linux, Microsoft Windows, Macintosh operating systems, and available through the Xbox Game Pass on the Xbox.
1: Specifically for console.
2: Specifically for console, not available uh, for the PC version. PC Game Pass, yeah. Yep. Uh, so check that out. Next time we'll be talking about it. Get hype.
0: Hey, uh, one more one more thought on the game discussion. If I never plan to watch or never plan to play The Last of Us, but I watch someone's playthrough of it, I feel like I got basically the same experience. Does that no, count?
2: No, because I don't think you got the same experience. Because I saw I, the
0: story I, and the game's all about I the story. I cared about the
1: story for The Last of Us. I did not care about the gameplay. Yeah, I watched somebody else play The Last of Us, and now I'm gonna play Last of Us too.
2: That is perfectly fine, but I would argue that is not. You are not getting the exact same experience that you would get if you.
1: That's true, though. There's a little bit less involved. You're not going to feel quite as distinctly as you would if you were actively playing it. Like, jump scares are still going to be scary, but you don't have to immediately yeah. react.
2: Yeah, there there is a very different experience between watching a scary movie and playing a scary game.
1: Yeah, I can watch a scary mm. movie all I want. I can't I play like through <laughs> Until Dawn. <No. laughs> I can't do it.
2: She can't do it. She never does.
1: There's too much. Oh. It's too much.
2: Oh, I, I, I thought you were saying Dead by Daylight. No, it's... Uh...
1: Oh, no, Until Dawn. I played through Dead by Daylight, but you become desensitized to that pretty... I mean, to an extent. The, uh, the initial shock value kind of fades, and it becomes a little bit easier and starts to become just infuriating and not scary.
2: Did you know... Did, did I ever uh, talk about the fact that Until Dawn was the game that made me become a content creator?
1: I don't think you've ever talked about that. No,
2: it's a like I was testing out the thing that you could stream off the PS4. And I was like, oh, let me play until dawn. And people came into the chat and were talking to me. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to continue this. And I tried to make YouTube videos and I tried to play through Baldur's Gate 1. And I was like, this is bad. And then I stopped and then I met some friends and they started doing stuff with me. And yeah. It's a whole grand history of the lineage of Last Corporation. But did you know that you can go to lastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube. If you like the show... Please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. It's Like I gotta get my full arms in the deal. Everybody's gotta flex real good so that when we do a goodbye video, we can just do a bunch of flexing.
1: Yeah, so we can just <laughs> so the next time somebody leaves the show.
2: Yeah, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a clips of them flexing. Uh, Better start working out.
1: We need to have a glow up, like Teddy did. Can't leave until we get more attractive than we were when we started.
2: Uh, Well, I guess I, I guess I can never leave the show.
1: I'm stuck here forever, man.
2: Uh, Other Last Geek stuff you should check out: go to lastgeek.com/store to get a cool poster featuring me, Darian, and Teddy on a poster. It's great. Uh, He's not on the show anymore, but he'll always be on a poster until.
0: the new version should just look like like a scrap of paper of my oh. face just pasted over <laughs> his.
2: Uh, that would be great, actually. Like he,
1: I think that would be really funny. Just like
2: Teddy's wearing a matte mask. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing your face.
1: Oh, that sounds bad now. I liked it before when it was like a joke, like somebody edited this picture, but... Bryce made it bad. Yep. Bryce made it scary. I
2: I made it dark. Um check out the newest episode of Game May Corp, where they the those crazy hosts uh, make a game called Give Me Some Sugar. Uh, a slice of life life anime about cereal mascots. Oh. Yep. Also Uh, When you're listening to this, Dungeons & Gamers, the hit new Dungeons & Dragons real play series. It's uh, a hit. uh, Starring myself, uh, Matt, uh, Beckers, Teddy, and our video editor, Aaron, and our cool DM, uh, Katie Quixotic, is up on YouTube and hopefully will be on podcast services everywhere. It's currently out on spotify and is up for like review on the other places so hopefully by the time this is out uh it will be available uh you can follow uh the twitter account uh at dungeons gamers uh to get all the cool updates about what's going on with that um, if you leave a
0: nice comment on the youtube videos i'll like it i go through and like them if i see nice comments <laughs>
2: he'll 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 like it and maybe he'll comment and on subscribe. your com- comment on it and say that like this is a great comment.
0: I've never commented back, but I've
2: liked. Maybe ah. I'll start commenting back. Dang. Uh well. And if they're if they're not able to hear from you on YouTube, where could people hear from you, Matt?
0: Oh, uh on Twitter and Twitch at Dilbert Pickled.
2: Darian.
1: <laughs> I am on Twitch and Twitter and Instagram uh as dexterity d e x t e r i d e e.
2: And you can follow me at lastgeek.com because it's a website. You can follow me on Twitter at lastgeek. You can follow me at Twitch at lastgeek plays. You can follow me at Mixer at lastgeek. <laughs> Just No let, you let, can't. Let me, let me I bet you can still follow people. It's still there. For now, I, just let, wouldn't, get, it, wouldn't
1: it be funny if they just turned off people's follow and sub buttons? That would no that, more.
2: That would be interesting. I, I want to get one million followers on Mixer before they shut
1: down. Oh yikes! Good luck. Thanks. I hope you do it. Just That'd be neat. It.
2: That w- that
0: would be like what would <laughs> yeah?
1: That would be expensive.
0: Um, a million bots.
1: Oh yeah, on a streaming service
2: uh you, youtubecom is where you'll be able to see cool videos like this one like dungeons and gamers it's real good um guys please check it out we spent a lot of time on it there's cool effects uh, we did
0: spend a lot of time on it mean, one shot
2: it was supposed camping. to be it was supposed to be like hey guys th- this one afternoon we're just going to play the thing and then it was like oh it's been 3 hours and we haven't even started the adventure it's like nice. three almost four parts. It's three parts. It is three parts long.
1: Oh my.
2: Um it was a one shot kit. But, but but uh our editor cut out uh, all the like us figuring out how to play Dungeons and Dragons stuff. So the pacing That's good. the pacing is actually pretty good. Like a lot of stuff happens. We introduce our characters, we do a lot of stuff, we fight over if we should or should not destroy water. uh. <laughs> Uh, so so uh, check that out. I very much recommend the YouTube video because then you can see what our characters look like because we have cool pictures. That um, sounds fun. But that is all for what we have for you today. Uh, don't forget to uh, play After Party if you want to uh, and send in your information at ReadySetGameCast.com slash submit. And we will see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you, Aaron C. and Dragons Lucas.